Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Kav Zayin. We are going to start from the Mishnah Kovavim Abayz. The Mishnah said, Yoshev Echad al Pesach v'leim Ohu. So someone sits in the door, there's a deer in the house, the door's wide open, you sit down, v'leim Ohu. You're not big enough, you're not a wide guy, and you only take up half the space. Yoshev Hashini umil Ohu, the second one comes and sits there, Hashini Chayev. So we're going to assume the first guy is like part of the wall at this point. The second guy comes, fills it up, he, in effect, trapped the deer. Yoshev Harishan al Pesach umil Ohu. Let's say the first guy sits there and he's wide enough. He's, he blocks the entire door. The second one comes in next to him. Even if the first one leaves, the first, the first one's so high. Even though the second one now at this point is blocking the door. But when he sat down, the door was already blocked off by the first guy. So the second guy's potter. And the Mishnah says, What is this similar to? Someone locks his door at night. He goes, he's about to go to sleep. He locks his door. And he sees, there's a deer. Now, there's, a, there's a deer in his door, in his house already, that's already trapped. Either it means the door was closed, he locked it, or it was already trapped, and he's just double trapping it. So even if the deer escapes from the first cage, and now it's only being trapped based on you locking it, when you locked it, when you did the act of locking it, it was already trapped, so it's the same thing. So when the first guy sat down and blocked off the doorway, and I come and add a second seat, uh, you know, I block off the second thing, I'm not adding anything at this point, and therefore I am putter. Okay, so, so kuf zayin amarav. Amarabi abba, amarav chiyabar ashi amarav. tachas So someone, he realizes there's a, there's a bird in his jacket, and it can't escape, you know, his jacket's buttoned, if you want, if you so wish, you can sit like that the entire day. You don't have to let it loose. I'm not doing anything. I'm just standing here. The bird trapped itself into my jacket. I'm allowed to sit here. So Mesa of Nachma Yitzchak. Nachma Yitzchak asked the following kasha. It says, Yashev Harishin ala Pesachum il Ohu. So we just said in our Mishnah that the first guy sits down, blocks the door. Second guy comes and sits down. And the first guy leaves. So we said the first guy is chai, the second guy is putter. Maybe the second guy didn't do anything. But we used the word putter. My love, putter, aval, aser. Some type of iser, maybe the rabbana, and that you aided and abetted this trapping. Sigmar says, lie, no, putter, umutter. It's putter, and it's mutter, in fact, to sit there when it's already blocked off. Hey, nami I'll bring you a proof. Medictani sefa. The end of the Mishnah said, What is this similar to? Someone who closes his door at night to lock the door, and it comes out that there's a tied-up deer in his, on his property, in his house. Sounds like totally mutter, you didn't do anything. Not only is it putter, you don't have to bring a car, but it's, it's actually mutter. It's a good proof that it is mutter to, to leave your jacket on, even if the bird is stuck in there. And when the mission said putter, it meant putter umutter. That's a good proof. One, somebody did an act. The other one, the bird just went and did it without you doing it. With the, with the jacket. That's and that's pretty So, it's for, so if, I, if I didn't act, that's mutter. So for sure, the bird, if I'm not doing anything, I'm just leaving my jacket on, that for sure should be mutter, right? The question was like this. A bird is stuck in a jacket. Do I have to open my jacket, let the bird out, or leave it in? So we said, you're allowed to sit down by a door that's blocked off already, you'll have to add another fence around it because it's already fenced off. There was already a blocking of the door. The deer is stuck inside. You went to sit down, you purposely went to traffic. I went there and it's still mutter. The mission said it's mutter. I'm allowed to do it. 
So if I'm allowed to do that, for sure I don't, I don't have to start opening my jacket. I'm, I'm allowed to leave my jacket on. That's the point. Okay. So Ikadami, there are those that say it in a different way. Amrav Afana We also learned this in a Mishnah. Afa Pisha Amar Harishan Even if the first guy gets up and leaves, Harishan Chayevashini Potter. My love, Potter Mutter isn't a Potter. Ooh, Mutter, and it's Mutter to in fact Lachatchila sit down next to the the original person who is blocking off the door. The Gemara says, Loi, no, Potter Avalaser. Really, it's Potter, but it's Aser. Aser Midrabanan. The Gemara says, Hold on. But the end of the mission of Firois, it finished off saying, You close your door at night. You have a deer that's already trapped inside your house. Obviously, that's totally mutter. So it's a different way of getting to the same conclusion. That'll be totally mutter to leave your shirt, leave the jacket on, and to sit next to the door, as the Mishnah clearly says. Amar Shmos, we have this way back on, which daf was it? It was daf Gimel. Daf Gimel went off on Shabbos. Amar Shmuel, Kopaturi, the Shabbos, Patur of Alasar. Every time, well, most of the time, usually when you have a rule, there's more than a few exceptions, but here he's saying every time the Mishnah tells us Patur, it means Patur of Alasar. It's Patur from carbon, but Asar Midrabanan. The bar mahani class, except for these three things. The putter mutter, it's putter, and it's in fact mutter. Which three? Chada ha, this one, our Mishnah, sitting next to the other guy that's blocking the door. How do I know that? So for the third time already, that shows that it's totally mutter. What's another one? Hamethis morsa b'shabes, someone who pops his, uh, his, his boil on Shabbos. If he's doing it to make a good opening so that it can keep on discharging the pus throughout, you know, the entire Shabbos. Chayv. You're chayv. Rashi says, Mishum boina. That's like building, you're building a Pesach. Mishum boina Pesach. Or Masak and Keli. Interesting that it's called making a tikkun a good opening. However, if he's doing it, If you just want to get the current pus out, and Rashi explains, You're not concerned if it closes off soon. Right now, it's just really painful. You, you open it up. Halach is putter. And over there, how do I know it's putter and mutter? Maybe it's putter usser. We might the putter and mutter. How do I know it's putter and mutter? It's not. We looked in the Mishnah regarding uh, needles. Muksa. So the Mishnah says in Daf Kuf Chaf Beis Machat Shal Yad Alito Ba Esakoyts. You're allowed to take a machache, which is a needle. A needle is a cliche malachal iser. It's like a hammer. The, the normal function is to do iser with it. So the same way we know in halach and hilchos muk, so let's say I need a hammer to to knock, to crack open a nut. So if I don't have anything else to use, I'm allowed to use it on Shabbos, because it's it's total tzarech gufa. You're using it for the hammer. So if I have a needle, what would be a tzarech needle on Shabbos? Im lahaitzi nimen if I, if I'm a uh, little boss, you let it take out, to take out a thorn. I'm sorry, you let it take out a thorn with this needle. So you see from here that a needle and, and taking out a thorn is a similar concept, where where you're, you're trying to get rid of something that's painful. So the same way doing that would be mutter on Shabbos. The Gemara assumes you can get into the lambda. So this the Gemara assumes the same thing would apply when a person is popping a boil to get rid of the current pain, the same way the, the, the splinter is painful, you're allowed to take it out on Shabbos, even though you're opening uh, a hole into your skin, you're allowed to open up a... You could take a splinter out on Shabbos? So yes. Splinter? So the Shiloh, if it's going to cause you to bleed, if it's not for sure going to cause you to bleed, it's mutter. If it's for sure going to cause you to bleed, then it's a malacha. It's a davr shenim eschavin. It's a drabanan. But if you're in extreme pain, the tsar, we'd be makele... It's fine. It's like a. Take it out and bleed a little bit. 
Right, it's like flossing on Shabbos. If you know what's, you're going to bleed, you shouldn't do that. But if you're not sure... What can you use to take out a, a splinter? Uh, you can use your hands, you can use tweezers. Yeah, I'm yeah. Okay. Next. What's the other one? The third one. So we have the boil. We have our case of sitting in front of the, the doorway when someone's already there. The third one is someone who traps a snake on Shabbos. He's doing it in order to make sure it doesn't bite him. Putter. Your putter. If you did it because you want to use the snake for some type of refua, some uh, alternative medicine, you would be chayiv. Because that's you're trapping it for the snake. You want the snake. But if you don't want the snake, you just want it out of here, you're potter. Now, we said this is one of the paturim where it's actually mutter to trap the snake on Shabbos. How do I know that? Well, might the putter mutter. How do you know that this term putter in our example means mutter? Now, we went to the Mishnah, the same discussion regarding muksa. Kaifin, ka'ara alaner, you let her take a bowl and cover a candle. Bishlush loiteches bakaira. So it doesn't burn your house, your kaira, your beams. Val soya, or on the excrement shell. Katan. I'm sorry, that's what I should means the excrement of a chicken that your child would not play with and get himself all dirty because you let it, you let it cover it. And you let it cover a akra of a scorpion so it doesn't bite you. Now, this mission is really discussing another concept if a kli could be moved, the shvil dover shenanito. It's something that's, that's muksa. You let it take a keli and put it on top of something that's muksa. Now, forget about that. We'll get to that in 20 daf. All the lambdas of that, using covering something that's muksa, covering excrement. But in that Mishnah, it says you let it cover the scorpion so it doesn't bite you. But in effect, you're going to be trapping it. So how you let it trap it? So it must be that when we say it's potter, it's mutter to trap the snake, mutter to trap the scorpion. So why is this? So in halacha, first of all, it's only in the midrash button. The whole discussion of trapping a snake or a uh, or, or an akra, because that's not typically trapped. You're not trapping it to use it for something. If you do you decide you want to use it for medicine, that will be a problem. But since it's only a Durabanan, and over here we're dealing with, I don't even want it. I, I want it out of here. I'd rather not be in my domain. So that's not called trapping. Trapping means I want it right here. I don't want the snake. I want it out of here. So the Ramam and the Shulchanarach explain that everyone would agree that would not be called trapping on on Shabbos. Now it's only when, okay. right? So if someone, so something that's dangerous. So let's say you have a you have a scorpion or something that everyone agrees is is dangerous. Now if it's if it's threatening your life right now, you don't need a Mishnah. Everyone knows. Let it be Shabbos. If it's not threatening your life right now, but it's still dangerous, so that's this Mishnah. You got to trap the scorpion. And what if it's not so? So it depends. You have children that are allergic to mosquitoes or bees, so it's better to trap them. If you have no choice, you could kill them. If they can't, if you can't trap it. Uh, bees or mosquitoes, the same, the same thing would apply. It depends. You're outside, I don't know, go inside. But if, if you have a bee in a house and you have children or even if adults are, 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 uh, are, are allergic or whatever, you know, it would cause you a lot of tsar, so that you would invoke this gemara here. Better to trap it. So on Yantiv, it's better to kill it. What? Yeah, because trapping it's in Bamina Nitzad. So it's totally a discussion of a Durabanan. And typically when you trap these things, it's not really trapped. As soon as you open it, it flies out. It's another reason to be mako. And you're doing it because I don't want to trap. I don't want it here. I'd rather not be in my house. So the whole, it's not really called sud. If you can't trap it, you could kill it. But on Yantif, it's better to kill it. As we, we said yesterday, that's mitoich. You let it shecht on Yantif. You let it kill an animal if it's a normal, you, people that most people consider this a tzarach on Yantif. So killing a mosquito in your sukkah 
would be mutter. There's a tshuva from Hashem Zaman Orbach that paskins like this. Okay. Hajjan Allah Ha'irik. So we finished another uh, another parak. Moving on to the 14th parak of Shabbos. Shmoyna Shrutzim. So you have eight Shrutzim. So the little background. So the Torah tells us that when animals die, there's a din of, there's a hilchas tumah of nevela, tumas nevela. When it comes to sheretz, sheretz is not exact, it's an amphibian, it's not really a, your typical animal, mammal. So there isn't the regular tumas nevela, except for eight uh, shratzim. I don't know eight, because the Torah tells me. The Torah tells me in Vayikra, Perik Yidal, Pasuk Haftas, V'zeh lechem ha-tameh basheretz. Only these are tameh basheretz, meaning everything else is not tameh. Hasheretz ala-aretz. And the Pasuk lists off eight Words you could try to figure out the, the, the definitions. We won't do that today. So eight things, eight uh, shrotsim that only these things are in Tomas Novela, but the other shrotsim are not Tomas Novela. So let's see the Mishnah. We'll give a little more background as we keep going. These eight shrotsim that the Torah clearly uh, singles out. Hatzadon, if you trap them on Shabbos, you trap this uh, frog or something else, or you do chavala, chayv. Now, what's chavala? So, we know that someone draws out blood. You shecht an animal and you, and you get blood out. That's called tilas neshama. It's one of the lamatas malachas. What about a chayvel? A chayvel, we, we started discussing it a couple of daffim ago. You punch someone and they get a black and blue mark. They didn't actually bleed. So, that's called chavala, ha so if you do that to a sheretz, chayiv, and we'll see about people in the Gemara, you'd be chayiv for trapping. If you, if you do tzedah or chayvel, you'd also be chayiv. Very important uh, halacha here, and this is the first, or most of today's daf, is that when you cause a black and blue mark, it's only when the, the blood gets congealed and you could see it on the surface of the skin. Meaning not necessarily on top of it, under the skin, under the skin but it's clearly visible. If this doesn't have a thick skin, halacha is, then it's not called chavala on Shabbos. Because a chavala has to be that there's a apparent congealed blood, changes the color, so only when it has a thick skin. So we'll see, this, this is today's daf, discussing that point. So just keep that in mind, chavala does not mean blood is coming out, it means a black and blue mark. Now, other types of shkatsim or masim, they'd be pater because they do not have this thick skin. And when you trap it, if you trap them, it depends. If you need it for something, you trap some type of rat for your uh, lab tests. If you're not doing it, you have mice in your house. You don't want it. Putter. You be putter because it's a You don't want the, the mouse or anything. So that will be putter. You have uh, animals, wild animals or birds in your own rishos that you uh, raise them. Then you trap them on Shabbos. Putter. So we had a discussion yesterday. About pets, if your pets, you know, walk nicely into their cage, so we paskin that's not called seidah on Shabbos. if you smash, you you punch your your uh, your dog, your chayev you be because they do have skin and they would have a congealed, you know, black and blue mark. Okay, so midik tani from the fact that the Mishnah said a chayev that you do chavala, you give it a black and blue mark on Shabbos. Mechalal isle are it must be it has skin as we mentioned, because otherwise you would not have a congealed. Uh, effect and you would be putter. So Mantana, who is this Tana that holds that 
these shratzim have skin. It is the it is the Amashmul Rabbi Yochanan Benuri. It is the Shita of Rabbi Yochanan Benuri. The time left in a mission Chulin Daf Kuf Chavez. Rabbi Yochanan Benuri. Oimer Shmona Shratzim Yeshlehan Iris. That these eight shratzim have Iris. They have skin. So hold on a second. Let's go to. One of the hardest prakim in Shas is called Ha'ar Vaharaitev. It's in Chulun, so you have six years to worry about that. So there, it's all about Tumah Tahara, Very complicated. So as the parak is called Ha'ar, the skin, Vaharotev. So the skin, Vahalacha, the skin is not considered... Let's say you have a Tumas Nevela. You have an animal that dies. The skin is not considered... Uh, it's not, it's not Tameh. So if it's considered, if it's food, it was shechted, the R would be tummy. But if it's, if it's novella, the R is not considered part of the flesh, the busser, so it's not tummy. Now, if the R was considered part of the flesh, let's say it was a skinless animal, with the, you know, the outside, but it's not really skin, that would be called busser. And busser, right? So that's busser novella, that would be tummy. So the next mission, that's the first mission, the next mission of Kufcha Beis says, Elu. Uh, which skin is like the busser and the mission lists off many things and in that mission Rabbi Yechon Manuri finishes off all eight shratzim they have R, they have skin and therefore in Hilchas Tom of Tahara their skin is not considered part of their flesh it's called R it's defined as R and if they become tummy the skin does not become tummy fine but he clearly says now, who argues with him? In the beginning of the Mishnah, it lists off different opinions. We're going to call it the opinion of the Chachamim. That's what the Gemara does, or Yehuda and the Tanakhama. Only some of them. Only some of the eight Shratzim have skin. The Anaka, the Kayach, the Hata, and the Chaymate. And Rabbi Yehuda says the Hata and the Choda. But some of these have. So you have Machlekes Chachamim and Rabbi Yechemenu. Chacham hold only some of them have skin. Regarding Tumah Vatahara, we'll see if there's anything to do with Shabbos. Abiyah says all eight of them have skin. Now, what does our Mishnah sound like? When our Mishnah says that there's a concept of Chalada, that when I, when I Chalada, of Chavala, you punch it, and there's a black and blue mark, and we said that it needs skin in order to get that look. So it sounds like Abiyah Chemenuri. So my Shmuel, Abiyah Chemenuri, that's not Abiyah Chemenuri, I'm Shmuel Shratzim, Yesh, Lehen, Iris, they all have this R. And not the Chacham, only Rabbi Chemenuri. Even the Rabbanan would agree that on Shabbos you'd be chayev. Why? Because when it came to Tumah V'tahara, the Pasuk says, These things are tummy to you. The Rabbis, that even though they do in fact have skin, so technically they have skin. There's skin there. You want to know in the lab, in your zoo, museum, yes, they have skin. So why did the Chacham say they don't have R? Because in Lamdus, in the Torah's view, these things are tummy to you, that we're going to say that there are, their skin, even though there really is skin, from a bio- bi- biological standpoint, there's skin there. Minat Torah, their skin is like their basar, and therefore, it's all tummy. That's the opinion of the Chacham. However, Lady in Shabbos, when it comes to Shabbos, we're not looking at these psukim. If in, in the Torah's view, it's called R or not called R, I don't care what it's called. If there's skin there and there's a black and blue mark, they would agree that this is, they technically do have R 
And if you do chaval on it, on Shabbos, you'd be chayiv. So therefore, don't tell me our Mishnah, which says, Vahachoyvul behen chayiv, is only going according to Rav Yechim No, even the Chacham who argue in Hilchos Tumah V'tahara, that's based on the special pasuk of Eila HaTmeim Lachem, but they do agree that from a Shabbos perspective, does it have skin or not? Yes, it does have skin. So the Gemara says, They don't argue regarding Shabbos. Someone who traps one of the eight shrots in the Torah specifies, or the only R that we call skin is what the Chum listed off. And Chu and Dav Kof you read some of it, four or six, those are the ones that do have skin of the eight, but not all of them. So what do you see from here? Clearly that the Chacham argue on Rabbi Yechem Anuri. Now the problem is that this, this Bryce doesn't make any sense. According to Rabbi Yechem Anuri, he says, So if you do Chaval on any of these eight, you'd be Chayev because they have skin. The Chacham say no, There, the list was the opposite. The list was that the skin was like the basar, and it's tummy. So you wrote the wrong list. That list tells me there's no uh, independent skin from the flesh. That Bryce said that was the Mishnah. You can look at that kufcha base. So the Gemara says, Amar Abayah, I'll tell you how to understand this Bryce. Skin is only considered independent of the basar only what's not in that Mishnah. That Mishnah is talking about and their skin is kibsaran, like the flesh. What was not what was, was not specified in that Mishnah, that's ain ar chalok mi basar. So, you talking about giving a couple of Yes, it was not only an insect. It's like a, it's like a, you have to get like a squirrel type of thing. It's a rodent. It's a rodent. That's you know. Yeah, now you don't have to actually punch it. You could throw a rock at it, and it gets a. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some type of toad. I think um, a weasel. Yeah. Also, if you think it's the animal's tumor, but not the skin, I would think it's the other way around. Like the skin may. So it's all zero sakasa. It's all zero sakasa. Yeah, we'll get in chulin. Okay. Yeah, Tumah Vatara is all Xeris Akasus. Okay. So, Amalei Rava. Rava said, You're right. Abaya, if, you, if, if it's true that, that the Baisa would have said, What is not mentioned in that Baisa, fine, but it's not what it says. It says, This Baisa says that the only time the Chachamim hold that it's considered uh, skin is what it said in, in that Mishnah. So, I'll tell you how to read the Brisa. The Brisa says like this The Ain or Metame Kabasar, or is not Metame like Basar, meaning it's not considered connected with the Basar, only which was said in that Mishnah and Chulam. According, what do we see from here? According to Rabbi Yechem Nuri, Hanach Nami, Chachamim, those that didn't make the list in Chulin, the Arisan Kibsaran, still Metamin, they would still be Tame. Vahakatani, but our Mishnah said, Rabbi Yechem Nuri Aimer, Rabbi Yechem Nuri says, Shmoyna Shratzim, Yeshlehan Aris, Vilay Metamin. So the whole thing doesn't make any sense. So, 
we have to figure it out. If you're telling me that they, the skin is like the basar, then it should be tummy. Rabbi Yechmanuri clearly said these eight have their own distinct or independent skin, and it's not tummy. Some are Abda Bar Masna. Another answer, Taretz Hachi. Let's erase the entire b'risa and teach it like this. Facham Aimrim Le'inian Tumah. When it comes to Tumah, meaning we're not talking about Shabbos, comes along the b'risa. The b'risa is like this. Hatzad Echam Mishmane Shratzim Hamurim Matayra Vachayu Ben Chayiv. Hilcha Shabbos. Diver Rabbi Yechman Nuri. Cham Aimrim. Oh, but you're talking about Shratzim. Forget about Shabbos. Le'inian Tumah Ein Or Lamashmane Chachamim. What is listed in that Mishnah? That's not called R regarding Tum of Atara, but it has nothing to do with Shabbos. They just took the conversation and went to Tum of Atara. So, right, we're trying to figure out. Our Mishnah said, eight Shratzim, you do Chaval on it, you're Chayav on Shabbos. Right. Comes the Gemara, who's the Tana of our Mishnah? We have a Machlekes regarding R. It seems like we need R for Chaval. So, we have Machlekes in, in Mesechtas Chulin, which animals have R or not. So, it seems like Rabbi Yerchanan holds all of them. Beautiful. That's our mission. like a mirror and a We don't like doing that. We don't like to say that our mission is only like one Tana. We say, I feel the Chacham would agree. I, they only said some of them. That's Tumah, not Shabbos. Then we had a question in the Bible, so we figured it out. Comes along the, uh, the, the Gemara. The Gemara says, what do you mean? We have a Bryce that says they clearly argue the Bichem Manuri. So, Rab Adabar Masin says, no, they're not arguing. Rabbi Yechonon was talking about Shabbos, and they're talking about Tumat They just added an addendum to what he said. Oh, you mentioned Shrotzim. Oh, by the way, with Tumat there's a list. Gemara Nchulun, Dafkov Chavbeis. So Gemara says, okay, fine. You answer this b'risa, I'll bring you another b'risa. Va'katilin in Shabbos loy pligi. They don't argue by Shabbos. V'atan hilton a b'risa. Hatzad echad mi shmoin Shrotzim hamurim matayra. One of the eight Shrotzim. Or chayvul behen, which is what we need. Chayiv. And b'shrotzim sheish lehen iris. The price is clearly it's only talking about Shratzim that have iris. But if there's no R, you'd be Potter. The Ezehi Chabura, She'ena Chazaris. What's called a. Sorry, Ezehi Chabura. What's called a Chabura? She'ena Chazaris. That it doesn't go back to its original state, which is Nitzra Hadam. You got a congealed blood like a black and blue mark. Afa Pishaloi Yatza. Even if it didn't leave the skin, it didn't bleed, but you have a congealed blood like a black and blue mark, that would be called. A chayva, a chabura. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuriyomar, Shmoyne Shratzim Yishlein Aris. So, what do you see from here? The Chum, the Tanakama said, it's only Bishratzim Shiyishlein Aris. Some of them doesn't tell me which ones. This is some of them. Rabbi Yochanan clearly says all eight. So clearly, our Mishnah which says Shmoyne Shratzim all eight is going like Rabbi Yochanan Nuri. And here you can't tell me they're not arguing about Shabbos, they're talking about Shabbos here. And the Chum said, only when Bishratzim Shiyesh Lehen Iris. Now, if it was all eight, they would have just said, all eight. So, Ravashi, no. Man Tanakam Rabbi Huda. This is the sheet of Rabbi Huda. Meaning, in that, in the, uh, in the Mishnah Chulin, there's different opinions there. Rabbi Huda is the one that said, Halata Kachulda. The Lata is like the Chulda. And it has hard skin. So, actually, the article here calls it a lizard. The skin of the lata as a lizard was hard enough to be called R and not Basar, and therefore the R would not be Tame. So, perhaps this Tanakama is Rabbi Yehuda, who doesn't agree to Rabbi Yechemenuri. The Azal Basar Gishta, he goes based on the thickness of the skin. If it's thick or not, if it's thick, then it will not be tame. It's not Rabbi Yudah Emer Halta Kachulda. The Halta is like the Chulda. Avu Rabbanon, but the other Rabbanon in that Mishnah, the Pligi Alei 
the Rabbi Yechon Lenin Tuma, Lenin Shabbos Module, meaning you brought me a proof that some argue that Rabbi Yechon regarding Shabbos, right? We, we try to defend everyone. Everyone agrees to this Mishnah. I have a, a Mishnah in Chulin that tells Machlekes which ones have skin. That's only regarding Tuma Vatahara. But Shabbos, everyone agrees. Ha! I found your Brysa. The Brysa clearly arguing about Shabbos. So you're right. We have to agree that not everyone agrees to Shabbos. But don't tell me it's only the opinion of Yechanan. Maybe the Tanakam and Chuin and Rabbi Yechanan agree Shemayin Shratzim by Shabbos have R. There's one opinion, Rabbi Yehuda, which you found argues, okay, we'll, we'll give you that one. Why Rabbi Yehuda is different? Because he goes by the thickness of the skin when it comes to Tumah Vatahara. Ihachi. Hi, did Rabbi Yechanan Nuri. Why did the our price that we just brought said, Rabbi Yechanan Nuri Omar, Shemayin Shratzim Yishnan Arois, you shouldn't have said that. You should have said, it should have been not just Rabbi Yechem and Nuri, it should be Rabbi Nuri and the Tanakama of the Mishnah in Chulin. Not just him. So Mark says, you're right. Put it in there. Tani, div Rabbi Yechem ben Nuri, umach luktai. Bo minei levi mi Rabbi. Levi asked the following question from Rabbi. How do we know that what we define as a chabura, it means in a chazaris it doesn't go back. Let's say there would be a little bit of blood. So that, that's, the, that's really the, the point of why it has to have skin to be called chavala on Shabbos. Let's say you had an animal that doesn't have a thick skin. So you punch it and a little blood comes, it comes you know, towards the surface. But it, it keeps going, it goes back to the bloodstream. But when you have a skin, even a human being, the blood will clot and it will get out of the bloodstream, that blood will never return to the bloodstream. How it leaves, you'll ask your doctor how it comes out. The standard black and blue bark does get, go back uh, in? According to what I read, no, but I'm not a doctor, I don't know, but that, it seems like that's the standard opinion. It leaves somehow, I don't know, it leaves, but it doesn't go back into your bloodstream. So, so, Oh, so the question is, how do we know that the definition of Chabur means a permanent thing? It doesn't go back to the original source. The Pasuk says by Yermiah, Someone who's, who's a black skin, can they change their skin? And can a leopard change its spots? So, what does it mean? It means a leopard changing its spots. You're talking about the, the spots of a leopard. Why would he use that word? He should have used the word which sounds like the spots. Which, by the way, there's an, there's an interesting scientific piece here that it could be that a leopard could change its, its, uh, its skin based on where it grew up and whatever. It's not so clear that a leopard cannot change its spots, but you can see the Gemara. The Yemi never said that. Ella Kikushi. The whole thing is talking about Kushi here. The same way the R of a Kushi cannot go back so when the Pasuk said it doesn't mean it means can a Chabura can a can a, uh, a Chabura go back and Yirmiya is saying this in, in, that it's not it's not possible it's not exactly so a Chabura can't go back what you see on someone yes I know it's not going to go back but the appearance if you're comparing appearance to appearance, the appearance of the black and blue mark does go away over time. Right. Only the but blood itself doesn't go back to where it came from, but the people who are comparing appearance right. to appearance. Right. So we're not talking about talking about Chabura. The Chabura itself will never go back to will never go back to its original thing. Blood won't go back to No, but I hear what you're asking. It's a very interesting... At appearance. Though. Right. 
comparing appearance to appearance in Fushi event. So let's let's ignore the leopard because we're not talking about leopards here anymore. Because it should have said Vinomer Givanov, so no leopard. So Ella is telling me Chabur Boraisov. So Yemi is asking Hayatba Kushi Airoi. Nomer Chabur can a Kushi change his black skin? And can a Chabura go back to its original source? Meaning, it doesn't have to be the same thing. He's just asking that question, can a Chabura go back? So we're learning from the end of the Pasuk, can a Chabura go back, that it must be a Chabura that doesn't go back. So what's considered a black and blue mark on Shabbos? Something that doesn't go back into the bloodstream. Okay. The Shav Shkatsim. Then the Mishnah told us, all other Shkatsim, not these eight, you do Chaval on them, you're Pater. So you find something that's not in this list, and you threw a rocket at it, the BB gun, you'd be putter if it, you know, did a chavala on Shabbos. It would still be Asad Rabbanon, but there would be no Isad Raisa. Ha, Hargan. However, what if you killed it? Chayev, you'd be Chayev. Mantana, who's this? Tana, Am Rabbi Yemiah, Rabbi Eliezer, it's the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer. As we have a price of the Tanya Belaza, Oymer, Ahari, Kina, Bashabis, Kahari, Gama, Bashabis. You kill a Kina, a Laos on Shabbos, as if you killed a camel on Shabbos. But according to the Chachamim, if you killed a kina, you'd be putter. And we would assume that would apply to shratzim. So it's the sheet of Rabbi Yezer. Maskev of Rabbi Yoy. Yeah, seemingly, yeah. Unless it didn't make that list, right? Right, <laughs> exactly. So you look, there's, there's Taisus and there's a Rambam, there's a lot of Rishonim that discussed. Not everything made the list. So, one of those. Maskev of Rabbi Yosef, Adkanah Pligar, Benalei Rabbi Yezer, Ela Bikina. When did Rabbi Lezer argue with, when did the Cham argue with Rabbi Lezer that's talking about a kina, a laos? Why? The ain't a part of a rubber. It doesn't uh, reproduce. So the opinion, the scientific opinion back then, some still have us today. You can read, there's many books in this. Rabbi, uh, what's his name? Meiselman from, from uh, Tomo. He has a huge book on this. Defending one side of it, that no, Chazal were correct even with the science that's today, and he proves it different that. And he had the other school of thought, which is that no, Chazal discussed whatever was the uh, given science of those days, and they believed in spontaneous generation, that things could just appear from nowhere. And therefore, that is not called killing this animal on Shabbos, it does, it's not part of a Rava. Now, by the way, it's actually, it's actually a halacha lemaisa. Because if a person kills a louse on Shabbos, are they chayav or not? According to Rabbi Meiselman, that you putter, because you know, Abelskis had a little different opinion. He said that since their procreation is not near la'ayin, so in halacha it's not considered something. Meaning you're right. Scientifically, it's con- you know, germs are considered animals halachically. Same halacha. You open your mouth and you breathe in bugs, or there's bugs that you cannot see. Halacha is you like to eat it. You might have drink water that they might have bugs in it. There's 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 all types of you know um, lots of organisms in in everything. Bacteria, they're technically alive. Rabelsky was all in New York with the filters. And the he was the one that was Mako, 100% Mako. Rabelsky and he was the one that was Mako, the strong one that was Mako. Yeah, so he held that was not, he had other reasons why, because he felt that the New York reservoir system is considered a bar. Halach is if a bug is born in a bar, that's not, it's a Xer Sakasov, they're not considered uh, a Shratzen. So technically, that's Halach, it's a Gemara Chulun. We spoke about this once, you have kosher lobster, remember? If you have lobster that, that was born in a fish tank, halacha is, it's not non-kosher. So if you go to an aquarium, and you point at a lobster that was born in that tank, you say it's not kosher, that might not be true. Now, how do you eat it? Once it's parish from the water, you can't eat it anymore, because it's parish. Oh. So you have to, I don't know, what's it called, the bobbing for lobster? You have to go in, I don't know how you eat it, cook it in the pot. Yeah, but you have to open your mouth, you're going to swallow the water. Underwater. Underwater in a bar. 
you figure it out. Then, you, then if it's still alive, you have a problem of baltashakatsu. Yeah, I don't, I'm not exactly eating it. Electrocute it. Underwater restaurant. Prime deli. Okay. <laughs> don't do this. Fine. So Maslara Papa, I can let up on Ali Drabalazar, Ella Bikino Dina Parvarova. That the spontaneous generation, the, the Laos, at least near Laayin, it doesn't uh, uh, m- m- multiply. I will shut some remorse in the Parvarova. We see the mouse, you know, they reproduce. Loy Pliga, they don't argue. Ushname, Loy Lamadu, and everyone agrees and they learn this out. Ella Me'elam. From the, uh, the from an aisle from a ram, there's a soul in it. You kill it. And it goes by purvu. It's not defined by being a having a soul or a neshama, whatever uh, a life. It's all about being um, uh, part of a rava. I've called the part of rava, but allows would not be. I'm only a buyer. The kina in par of rava. Is it true that a kina is not par of a rava? For Amar Mar Yoishiva Kadosh Baruch Hu Vizon Kadosh Baruch Hu sits and he's on. He uh, he gives parnasa lekani reim to the uh, to all the. I'm sorry. I'm just spacing out for a second. Kadosh Baruch Hu gives parnasa to kani reim ad beitz kinim from the kani reim until the 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 eggs of the kinim seemingly, seemingly there's parnasa. So the Gemara says. It doesn't mean the egg of the louse. It means there's some type of shah. It's called beitzikinim. But don't bring me a riot from there that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, that there is pruvu when it comes to these animals. So the Gemara says, very parish, you have a flea, the par of a rabba. The Tanya, and we looked in a brisa that said parish, Peshav, Rabba is a mechai, Rishu, a putter. Why is the Peshu saying you're putter? Over here, it's clearly par of a rabba. And the Peshu says you're putter. Some Rabashi. You're asking me a steer between trapping and killing. No, I can't play yesterday's daf. Depends on, on the the type of animal. If it's the type of animal that people trap, you're chayev. Rabbi Shua says, Potter, you're Potter. Because it's not uh, direct to trap it. When it comes to killing, I feel Rabbi Shua might there. Rabbi Shua would agree that killing a flea on Shabbos would be usher. Now, the Mishnah said at Southern Litzar Chayev, if you trap these shrutzim for, for its need, you're Chayev. Shlut Litzar, you did it because it's just, you know, your mouse is running around. You don't need the mouse, you're Potter. Mantana, who is the Tana? Maravida Marav, Rabbi Shimon, Damar Shemalacha Shinat, Shane Shechalagufa, Potter Allah. Classic Machlekes of Shimon Abiyuda, Shimon holds that Amalacha Shein Tzirich Lagufa is Pater. Now, Ika Damas and La'aha. Some said that this, that Rabbi Huda Amarav said that the Mishnah is like Rabbi Shimon, wasn't talking about our Mishnah, it was talking about a different Mishnah, which is Hamephis Morsa. We had this in the beginning of the daf. Someone who pops open a boil, Beshabbos Imlas, if you want to make a nice Pesach, that, you know, from now on, that the pus can, can, uh, can get out forever. Chayev. Because you made a, it's like a boyna, Rashi says. If you want to just get out whatever is congealed at that point, and you don't care if this hole gets closed up, Pater, Mantana, the other case you brought in the beginning of today's daf, someone traps a snake on Shabbos, you would be Pater. One more. Oh, so here really is Pater Avalasr, but since in these cases you're in pain, Hazalamako. You're right. If, if a person's trapping snakes because he's bored, you shouldn't be innocent to Rabbanon. But he's doing it because he's scared. 
not Pekuch Nefesh yet, but he's still somewhat scared, or the, the case where you're, you have pain on your boil, that'll be mutter. But a good point. Now, some learn that's not true, that these things are totally mutter. Not even getting into Malachashin Zichlagufa, because the interesting, the Raman Paskins like Rabbi Yehuda. We never mentioned this in the, in the daf. The Raman Paskins in Malachashin Zichlagufa is Asr. We Paskin, then no, it's only Asr in the Rabbana. And the Raman holds it's, it's Asr in the Raisa, like Rabbi Yehuda. However, the Raman still Paskins, you let it tra- trap a snake on Shabbos. So, Sardin, they. No, to be machmer? Sad, I don't know. Usually. usually they do. The machaber, I don't know if the machaber goes with the Ramam here. They usually go with the Shochanach. The Yemenites always go, always go with the Ramam. The old Yemenites. So you see that they go with different, they go with the Ramam always. Most Svardim, today's will go to Rabbi Yosef, which passes almost always like the Shochanach. However, there are many communities that never took that on. And they go with the Benishchai sometimes, the Katachayim. So you'll see. Um, but. But the question on the Rambam is, if you hold Melacha Shein Tzikul Lugufa's Chayiv, he let a trap a snake. So he doesn't learn like that Gemara, this Gemara. And he learns, he learns that we said, that's not called trapping. When I don't want it at all, it's not Melacha Shein Tzikul Lugufa. The act of trapping is, I need this. I just get out of here. And the easiest way for, me, for it to get out of my house is just put a cup on top. Okay, one more Gemara. I'm a Shmuel HaShela Dugman Hayam. Someone who uh, takes a fish out of the water. Kevin Shiyavash, but once the fish dries up, Kisela, it's like a rock. Chayev, that is called the fish has expired. But it's only when it got drawn between its its uh, scales, because that's where the gills are, that's where it's uh, breathing, so it, it, it gets its uh, its life uh, from the water. But if it dried, you know, on its head, it's still considered alive. It doesn't have to be totally dry. It starts getting some type of uh, slimy or sticky. That already is called, that it is no longer alive, so that would be considered hive on killing the fish on Shabbos.